Welcome. The parish is a church community in Alpharetta, Georgia, practicing the way of Jesus for the sake of others. Talks like these are just one part of how we gather to be deeply reshaped by Jesus. So we invite you to join us any Sunday morning for a full church gathering. You can find more information or contact us by visiting our website at parishanglican.org. A reading from John 20. This happened on Easter, just before sunrise. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went towards the tomb. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned round and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? For whom are you looking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Let's say our Easter acclamation together. He is risen. He is risen. He is risen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. This is a painting by uh, an artist named Henry Ossawa Tanner is one of the leading artists of the late 19th, early 20th century, uh, an African-American artist who painted beautiful pictures in a realism style of the biblical stories, son of a preacher and a prophet in his paintings. And we use a lot of his work, but this one's my favorite because it captures a part of the story that we don't always tell or often tell these women tells the story of these women. It's early on Sunday morning, and at some point in the last 12 to 15 hours, all of the 12 have run away. They've forsaken Jesus. They've betrayed. They've denied. They've fled. They've hid. But then there are these women, some of the last at the tomb, or the cross, I should say, and some of the first to follow as Jesus was buried. 
And then early the next morning, before the sun has even come up, they must have had a, a fitful night of sleep because before the sun has even risen, they're back at the tomb again. And they there, these women, the first to find it empty, the first to see Jesus, the first to proclaim the resurrection, they become apostles to the apostles who become apostles to the rest of the world. On the sides of the painting, Mary, the mother of Jesus. The other side, we're not really sure which Mary this is. There's a lot of Marys in the biblical story, as it turns out. It's probably Mary of Siloam, but it could be Mary of Clopas. It could be Mary, the mother of Jesus. It could be Mary of Bethany. They're all in the resurrection story. But in the center, we know for sure, Mary Magdalene. Her body is framed away from the others in the picture and light is beginning to shine on her face. She is the first to ever tell this good news of believing in the resurrection. But before all that, she woke up that morning with tear-soaked eyes. In fact, the first four mentions of Mary Magdalene following the death of Jesus all describe her as weeping. She's crying and crying and crying, and it's taken a toll. She's standing on Friday near enough to hear the soldiers say, surely that was the Son of God. Standing near enough to hear Jesus whisper, it is finished. I've made it all new. Saturday, she's there again. She's trailing behind Joseph and Nicodemus as they put his body to rest, near enough to see him wrapped in a linen shroud, near enough to hear the rock scrape against the side of the tomb as it is rolled over. And now 30-some-odd hours later, she's still weeping. Tears like rainfall watering the seeds of what I imagine she could only hope might be lying unseen beneath. And I can't help but think some of those tears were shed as she reflected on her first encounter with Jesus. Uh, you may recall the story of Mary Magdalene begins with her meeting Jesus, hearing of good news, and Scripture tells us that seven demons are driven out of her. And make of that what you will, what we know for sure is she's a desperate, hurting woman until she meets Jesus. She's a woman who's experienced firsthand that sometimes you find living things right in the midst of what has been long dead. And so it makes sense that she would go back to the tomb to look again in the place of the dead one more time. And all that crying must have caused her to not sleep well because it's Sunday morning, the sun's not even up, she's back at the tomb, and maybe it's just because it's still kind of dark, or maybe the tears have caused her to not quite see clearly. Maybe this woman once possessed has lost herself once more, but the stone's gone. And the grave's open. And assuming, as any reasonable person would, that the grave had been robbed, her heart does not lift, her heart sinks. Hope deferred, a heart deflated. Had she been healed from those seven demons just to be broken by despair again? Had she been found just to be lost? And the questions come, and the tears come. And then a voice breaks the quiet. Woman, why are you weeping? And it's still dark, both outside and inside. She turns, but she doesn't recognize who she's looking at. She thinks it's the gardener. 
It's probably my favorite line in the Bible. It's such a loaded line. She thinks it's the gardener. It's the right mistake to make because new worlds always begin in the garden. Because new worlds always take seven days to make, and scripture is at pains to tell us that all of this is happening on the first day of a new week. Jesus' final week was the day he hung from the cross. That was his sixth day. His seventh day was when he was in the grave. But now, all of Jesus' last week was last week. And there's a new week. And there in the garden, tear-flooded eyes under a moonlit sky, she is just got enough of a glimpse of rising sunlight to be surprised, to be taken off guard, that there is good news, yet she sees it clearly. Rabbi, she screams. What I think I love most about this painting is the open expanse of blue off to the side. It's dark, but it's kind of light. And if you look closely, you can see that they see something we can't yet see. They are surprised. The light is shining on Mary Magdalene's eyes, and it's catching her in a moment of true surprise. Surprise that this story can end so beautifully, that this good news could really be this good. The last few years have been a really confounding years for me. I'll tell you about my Easter story for a brief second confounding difficult years and if I had time what I would tell you is that after that long winter and desert and wilderness season a long Lenten season like just in the last four months man you guys there is just beautiful falling into place that I could not even tell you about if we had another hour and for me in my own doubts in my own darkness this reminder that there really is good news believing it afresh Believing it afresh with surprise. Surprised because sometimes we become prone to despair, prone to be realistic, and we forget that good news can catch us off guard. And yet there are other places in my life where I've been looking for the gardener for a lot of years. And for me, often this dogging anxiety, even earlier this week, I've tried so hard to find the gardener to bring me out of that season, and yet it's still there sometimes. And I wonder, like Mary may have wondered, will I ever be healed? But I also wonder if there is room in resurrection for me, for you, to be surprised yet. And so I don't know where this Easter finds you. The church calendar beautifully lets us in on the whole story. We get to see the whole thing, but it doesn't mean your heart's moving in tempo with the calendar. It's Easter today on the calendar, but you might be living in Advent or Ash Wednesday or the ascension of having to let go of something you wish you could hold to. You might be in ordinary time. You might be in the beginning, just the very beginning of your desert season, your wilderness Lent season. And so I want to say this morning, it's okay to be where you are and to go through it well, as long as Jesus would have you there. But I also want you this Easter to just remember this, that the last word of the story is always, always life. And so that the first day of a new week dawned on Mary Magdalene. She knew in her bones that the one who had liberated her from despair once had every intention to keep showing up in her life 
to an eternity. She understood then that Jesus seemed absent for a bit on Saturday just because he was a bit tied up breaking some other folks out of captivity. And she understood that a risen Lord means death died, and where death dies, all things live. And so if you have ever found yourself beat down or beset by demons sevenfold, may Easter come to you this morning. May the surprising sunrise break on your face. May you know that what God did for Jesus at Easter, he's going to do for you. He's going to do for us. He's going to do for the cosmos because he makes all things new. May you follow Jesus out of the tomb into the garden of life, feeling your heart beat again in rhythm with his. Let's pray. God, we thank you. Because there's places long dead in our hearts, places we wonder if life could really break in, places that feel in chains and in captivity, and you know the way out of even those places. And so here in the garden, we want to meet you again. Here in the garden, we ask to be surprised afresh by how much you really do love us, how involved and active and kind and forgiving you are. And here in the garden, we find that dead things come back to living. Our heart beats again with yours. Amen. <laughs>